Hi, this is Rich Eames. You're listening to Bicycle Motocross Radio. A bit of a treat for you this time around. Uh, we went out to Woodbridge in Virginia and went to the NBL Freedom National. So while we were there, we took up the opportunity to hook up with as many elite men as possible and get their thoughts on BMX today. So check it out. This is the NBL Freedom National version of Bicycle Motocross Radio. All right, we're here with Christian Besserine. Uh Double A Pro on Bicycle Motocross Radio. How's your weekend going, Christian? Uh, pretty good. Um, just waiting for the main and we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. You seem to have been on a charge this last sort of couple of years or so. You were up for the NBL title last year. Were you disappointed when you didn't get it? Well, of course. Um, but, you know, Kyle got that title really good, you know, in a good way. And uh, I did everything I did. I uh, cooled and uh, now hopefully this year I can get it, you know. Cool. Do you uh, do you think that you know the level's gone up in the double A class or the elite class? Oh, of course, it's always like new guys and the young guys always like get you know one step above everyone. And uh, actually, this, this year Kyle Bennett is just like he's on fire and winning everything. And, uh, every year he's just a new guy and uh, a different style brings brings into the class and uh, it's he always like we go on like slowly one step. Yeah. Uh, yeah, step up all the, yeah. every year, you know. Yeah. You and Carl ride for the same factory. Is there any rivalry there? Or is it all nice and friendly? No, we're 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 buddies. We don't live in the same place. He lives in Texas. I live in California, but right. uh, we're friends. Okay. Cool. Um, do you think you're going to get into the Olympics? Uh, that's the plan. Uh, hopefully, um, the team is not decided yet. It's an, after the Worlds, uh, the Argentina team, uh, the coach and the committee is going to decide who's going to be in the team. Yeah. Hopefully it can be me, you know. Uh, this, at the time we have two spots, so I hope one of those spots is for me. Okay. <laughs> Dale's your team manager, Dale Holmes. Is he a harsh boss or is he pretty good? No, we're good friends with Dale. Uh, we've been teammates uh, for a long time and uh, we have a really good time together. Okay, cool. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I want to say hi to the Youth in England, <laughs> Calvin, uh, Liam, all them guys are cool guys, and uh, Marco also. Yeah, chunky boy. Yeah. Mind you, I have heard he's been training pretty hard, so he could be on fire for the Worlds, Marco. All right, hopefully. Uh, if he doesn't go to the Panther Club, I'm sure like he, <laughs> he can do good. <laughs> right, okay, well, thanks very much. I appreciate it, Christian. No problem. So that was the first interview with the day literally out of the way. Sat no more than five feet further along was Jason Richardson. So he was the likely candidate for the next interview. Here's what he had to say. All right, next up, Jason Richardson. Jason, how's your day going? Crap! Um, yeah, I'm watching the main, so it went pretty... It's not going as well as I would have liked. So, that's it. <laughs> You're one of the older AA's now, or one of the older elite guys. Do you think, you know, it might time might be coming to an end? Yes, 
Time's coming to an end. It's coming up soon. And I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, yeah. it's. I'm the oldest, actually, I think. Right. Uh, but, you know, as long as I can get a pretty decent start and get to the first turn top three, I don't mind. Um, I got in my own way today more than anything else. Yeah. Made my own mistakes. Uh, but um, as far as age being a factor of... You know, being a limiting factor as far as competitiveness, I don't think so. I'm just at the point where I'll be ready to move on soon. Okay. Are you going vet or is it done for good? Um, I don't know. Uh, just, I, I think when I stop racing, I'll probably stop for a while. <laughs> I have some other interests that I'm pursuing, and uh, you know, I'm not. I don't know if I'll ever be done with the sport, but you know, it, I, I, it'll it'll be a moot point. Whether I race vet or not, or uh, race or not, I, I really don't know. I haven't even. I'm still. I'm still racing elite, and I still feel like I can make mains and, and do well. So that's what I'm focused on right now. Okay. Any regrets on BMX as you come towards the end? Um, not so much. I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely opportunity cost for sure. You know, staying in the sport so long and the sport being so limited and what what you can get out of it. But um, overall, it's been great, and I've, you know, I've been able to to buy a house and and you know use that to, to kind of catapult me into a little bit better of a financial position, and and been able to go to school and, and not have to you know work a real job and go to school, and so I can it's it's been great. So, who, in your opinion, is the next big thing in BMX? Ah, who's the next big thing? Um, Dale, Dale, <laughs> yes, he's gonna he's gonna bust he's gonna bust the vet class wide open at forty at forty years old. Um, I don't know. You got a lot of guys coming up, and, and all of them are really good. And you still have you still have Besserine and Pole Camp and and uh, you know some of the some of the vets. Even Donnie Robinson's a vet. You know, Bubba Harris is a vet. They're not. They're not going to give up any ground, but you know you do have Upshaw and Stein and McDowell and Delizia and geez Fox, Nick Long. I'm not going to make any predictions. I'll be happy to just sit back and watch a good race. Okay. Who's never filled the potential in the double A class? Darren Mitchell. <laughs> but he's not racing. He hasn't been racing for a while. But Darren Mitchell was probably the guy who's never filled his potential. Um, that's a good question. Let me think. Never filled their potential. Uh, some would say me. I, I would think some would say me. Sometimes I might feel that way, but you know, whatever. I can't cry over spilled milk. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard. The bottom line is there's still seven other guys on the gate with you, yeah. and anything can happen. So, tell us a little bit about your new sponsor. Oh, RacePlaceBMX.com. Uh, they're out of Vegas, and it's an online BMX store. So if it kind of came about quite suddenly, actually. I didn't think I had anything going this year except for my co-sponsorship stuff with Shimano and and ODI and THE. But they called out of the blue and, you know, wasn't much to negotiate. They gave me a fair offer, and I accepted, and then, you know, everything kind of worked out from there, and you know, just Pete. Pete made 
gave me some incentives. You like that one, Dale? The incentives gave me some incentives to uh, to ride the intense frame. So there's a few few extra tanks of gas there, and the frame's great, and the people at Race Place are great. So I can't complain. It's it's nice to be wanted <laughs> in the twilight of my career. Cool. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? No. No, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything I want. There's plenty I want to say, but I, I, I have to organize my thoughts. Oh, okay, not on a random off-the-cuff interview from some random English guy. No, well, there's plenty I could say. It's almost like give me a topic and I'll spit out some crap about anything. But, but no, I'm, I'm in a good place. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the love <laughs> for the sport, from the sport. I'm just a bit salty. I didn't make the main today, but you know, whatever. Well, join course. the club. I didn't make it either. The thing is, I was riding 30-34 Cruiser and not Elite. Yeah, well, you know what? The bot- you, you still want to do good in your race. So whether it's novice, expert, intermediate, pro, I mean, your reality is your reality. Yeah. You want to get in the main. You want to do the best you can. Absolutely. Right, well, it looks like I've managed to clear the Elite tent because they've all gone. They've seen a guy with a recorder coming in. It's like, get the hell out of here. Um, so I'll be back to book the rest of the Elite guys later on. Uh, no, but Jason, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, what can you say about Rich? The lad's entertaining, if nothing else. Next person to be interviewed was Tyler Brown. Uh, I managed to catch up with him a little later on during the day and find out his thoughts on Creepy and MTV and various other things, so check it out. Well, with Creepy's new signing, Tyler Brown. Tyler, you're just picked up by Creepy. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. I'm so happy to be with Creepy. You know, they're... They're a great company, and I feel a lot of great support, and I think this is going to be something that's going to last a long time. Because mm-hmm. you you did very well in the UCI Supercross races without a full deal. Do you think that catapulted you to the front of people's minds? You know, I definitely think that helped. I got a third place in the weekend before that at a UCI race and went out there and got a fourth, and I definitely think, uh, I think that helped me out. Because yeah. you were, I think Bill at Supercross was helping you out a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, Bill at Supercross helping me out, giving me some bikes, things like that, taking care of me. And then uh, Krupi approached me right before I went to Australia and offered me uh, you know, a full ride. So I had to jump on that. Cool. Is there a, is there a contingency for how many times you get on MTV in that contract? <laughs> no, but there should be. I'll work on that for next year's contract, maybe make a couple more TV appearances. Fantastic. How's your weekend been this weekend? It's a little rough. I had a bad injury about three weeks ago. That's why I couldn't race a Supercross race in Adelaide. And uh, I actually just started riding again on Wednesday. So I've only rolled my bike once, put a brand new bike together, rode it Friday in practice, and uh, just trying to feel out the injury and feel out the new bike. So this is more of a setup race for Denmark. That's my next main focus. Okay. Do you think now that you've got like a deal in place and the results that you've put in place sort of previous to this, do you think that's going to help you to just get to that next level? I definitely think so because, you know, this is – being back by Krupi, it's going to take a little pressure off of going to the race and saying, man, I need to do good today to pay for everything, and it's just it's stress-free. I show up, race my bike, and do the job that I have to do and not worry about anything else. Have you got any secret training that you're doing that's making you any quicker? I don't think so. I think it's just all about confidence and knowing that you can get out and do good, you know, just, just training hard and putting in the work. You get out of it what you put into it, and I've been putting in a lot of hard work, and it's just slowly starting to pay off. I mean, unfortunately, I had the injury, but that's part of the game, and I'm going to get back on it, and I think uh, by Copenhagen I should be back on, ready to go again. Is that a UCI race at Copenhagen? Yeah, that's one of the UCI Supercross races. All right, okay, cool. Um, I'm struggling to think of another question at the moment, which is not normally like me. Uh, Oh, struggling, brain's gone blank. Uh, 
who's impressing you this weekend? You know, there's a lot of guys looking fast out here this weekend. I mean, you've got the guys who always kill it, like Randy and Donnie and you know, Matt Polkamp and everybody like that. I mean, just the consistent guys who are always out here doing good. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because I looked at the, I think it was Super X earlier on, Chris Fox. Chris Fox is going really good. I mean, that kid's got great style, and he can ride a bike like a champ. When he when he learn, works a little bit harder and gets that one, two, three, he'll definitely be a rider to rider to watch out for. Okay, cool. Anything you want to add before I wrap this up? No, man. I just uh, just stoked to have a good sponsor, Krupi, behind me, and Shimano, and everybody else who supported me. And uh, you know, God willing, I'm going to be out front and get on some good podiums, and hopefully things go right for this rest of the year. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your time, Tyler. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yep, I had a brain fart right in the middle of that interview, which is uh, not a particularly good thing, just goes to prove you can't get the staff these days. Next person I managed to get hold of for an interview was uh, none other than Mr. Consistent himself, Randy Stumfauser. Literally bumped into him as I was walking across the uh, pits, so I thought, take my chance, here we go, and here he is, Randy Stumfauser. All right, we're here with uh, Randy Stumfauser. Randy, you've just run your semi on Sunday. How did it go? Uh, well, we just well we just had three rounds. We didn't have a semi, but oh, sorry, third motor. I apologize. <laughs> no, it went fine. Three rounds went fine, so I'm in the main. So just waiting for that. Okay, uh, is your Olympic preparation going well? Uh, I'm actually not uh, pursuing the Olympics anymore at this point. So uh, I just kind of pulled out of that thing. I'm just going to do the regular NBL, ABA thing. So. Well, that is a surprise. Is there a reason behind that? Well, of course, there's always a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, just the last two uh, Supercrosses I went to, I got hurt pretty bad at both. In Frejus, you know, I had s- some broken bones. And then in, uh, in Spain, I uh, broke my face, had a concussion. And so uh, I just want to be healthy for my family. You know, I've got kids and a wife, and uh, I just decided not to pursue it, just do the regular circuit. Okay, because literally I've just had a conversation with somebody at the side of the track, and they were all mentioning your name as the Olympic guy, you and Kyle. Yeah, you know, I was going for it and pursuing it, and I just had to make a tough decision after Spain. You know, I saw the crash, and I was pretty lucky I didn't break my neck. So I just, uh, you know, it's not worth it. My family comes first. Okay, well, that's understandable, and that's fair enough. Um, You're known as pretty much the most consistent guy in the elites and double A's. Do you think that's helped sort of prolong your career? Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've always just, just given it my all, and I've done well, and, you know, I have a... I'm going on my 12th year, so... I've just always tried to stay in the mix in the, you know, the last five or six years. It seems like I've always been in the hunt for a title, and, and that helps keep me going, my motivation going. You know, if I wasn't in the hunt, then then I would get discouraged. You know, I just want to work hard and see it pay off. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see you're still out there and still fired up. Um, I mean, you're pretty much one of the most consistent gators. How many gates do you think you've done over the years, practice ones at your house? I have no idea. You know, I started doing stumpy gates when I was 12. And uh, I used to come home after school and just do gates until dark. So it'd be hard to say how many gates I've done over the years, but it's been a lot. Cool. Who's impressed you this weekend, sort of either in the elite class or in the amateur class? Anybody in particular? Um, you know, all the same guys are going fast in the elites. Um, you know, it's, it's always tough. It's always tough to get a win in the elite class because every weekend, you know, there's a lot of guys going fast, so... You know, there's nobody standing out. Anyone can win, really. Yeah. I mean, with this being a UCI race, are you surprised that Kyle Bennett's not here? It's actually not a UCI race. 
I'll tell you what, I need to do my research. I'm not doing very well at the moment. I'm terrible. No, you know what? They printed, they printed it on the flyer at UCI NBL, but it's actually not. All our continental races are done. You know, all that's left is Denmark and the Worlds, pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't, but I don't know why Kyle's not here anyway. He has some good NBL scores, so maybe he's just hanging out for the Olympics and just focusing on that. Okay, do, uh, how do you think you're going to get on in China at the Worlds? Are you looking forward to that one? I always look forward to the Worlds, you know. I, I've done well there the past couple of years, so I just always look forward to that race. It's a lot of fun. You can see a lot of people, always meet new people, and just uh, just race the best in the world. Okay, cool. Anything else you want to add before I wrap this up? Uh, just want to thank the Lord for keeping me safe and, and uh, just thank my family. And all my friends and my sponsors, GT, and for just supporting me. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. So after interviewing Stumpy, I had a very small window of opportunity to interview a couple more people before the finals began and people became out of reach. So I took my chance uh, and had a chat with Matt Polkamp and Nathan Berkheimer. I'll let these two run back to back and you can enjoy them. So here we go. Well, I've had an interview request to interview Matt Polkamp and I've managed to catch up with him. Matt, how's things going this weekend? Uh, not too bad. Um, had a good day yesterday. Uh, won a bunch of laps. Made it to the main. Was in like third, and then um, my my hand fell off on the third straight. I didn't crash, but I was able to save it. But uh, it put me at fifth. So fifth for the day yesterday, and then um, today, rough luck in the first moto. Clipped out before the first jump. Um, managed to get a uh, see a third and a second, I think. Um, so I'm kind of seeing if that'll put me into the main or main event or not. Cool, fantastic. Um, are you doing the Olympic thing as well, or have you not bothered? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. Um, it seems like the criteria for the qualifications and the guys they're picking changes a lot. So basically, I'm just kind of doing my own thing, and uh, if I'm chosen to do the trials, I'll be psyched and I'll be there. If not, um, life goes on, and um, we'll go on from there. Yeah. Because you've got the sort of acting and modelling thing going. How's that? How's that going along? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going it's going all right. Um, that's kind of a side thing I'm doing just for fun, just kind of as a release from uh, from BMX. It's something completely different. That um, it's a good distraction from uh, BMX 24/7. You know, seven days a week. Um, it's good for me. It's like therapy. You know, but um, it's going pretty well. Um, moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, for the winter, and uh, got a few gigs there, so I'm just just having fun with it, you know. Yeah, because I saw the advert for I think it was the Kentucky Lottery with the old lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's therapy for you, is it taking your clothes off in front of old women? Yeah, that, well, actually, that was a little stressful. That was probably worked against me having that old lady in there and me walking through her, her bedroom half naked. But um, it's hit and miss. So sometimes it's uh, it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah. What's harder, elite men or making it as a entertainment personality in Los Angeles? Say that again? I said, what's harder, elite men or making it as an entertainment personality in Los Angeles? Oh, man, I don't know. They're, they're so, uh, both of them are crazy competitive. Um, I'm just happy to be surviving in both of them, so it, it's a toss-up. Completely changing tack now. I notice you've got the Liat brace on, which I've read a bunch about in most cross magazines and stuff like that. How is it? Because I've never seen one sort of up close before. It's good. Um... It takes. Uh, it took me about you know week week and a half to um, get the adjustments right on it yeah. and get used to it. But um, now I don't ride without it. I go to the trails full face helmet, Liat brace. You know I race with it, ride trails with it. Um, it's on me for good. So I just I just run it. Yeah. Does it feel a bit strange having something like that around your neck? Uh, at first, when you um, 
like I said, it takes uh, you know a week and a half or two to get used to it. But um, if I don't have it on, it feels weird now. Yeah. So it's like it's like you know it's just like um, we used to race with open face helmets. We progressed sport progressed to full face helmets yeah. that was kind of weird at first and now this is the same deal it's just progressing of uh, safety equipment yeah. in the sport how are things with Kuhara? things are great um been with them for uh, about four years now i guess and uh things are going really good the bikes are awesome um team's great i can't complain they're taking care of me i'm here racing this weekend in virginia and um they're great okay. no complaints at all great people Brilliant. Are you going to get a signature frame? Um, we haven't really talked about that. I think uh, ET pretty much has the own signature frame uh, <laughs> that they're going to do. So I, you know, going up against ET, that's I don't think I have a chance with that. Because <laughs> I remember your Schwinn frame. A friend of mine actually won a national title in England on one of your frames. He said it's the best bike he's ever ridden. Really? Yeah. The uh, that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, I had a signature bike with Schwinn for a few years and. Uh, yeah, it was a good bike too, and I, I tried to base this Kuhara, you know, basically around um, the dimensions and geometry of that bike. So it's pretty similar. Um, I made a few minor adjustments with the frame, you know, to where I feel it's better. But yeah. other than that, it's uh, it's pretty close. Yeah. Is yours production, or have they custom made one for you? Uh, it's production. Uh, you can go to the, you know, on the internet to a bike shop and get the exact same one, same size, everything. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, anyway, I better let you get ready for you know your final or whatever. So, uh, anything else you want to add before I knock this one on the head? I uh, just want to thank you for coming out, man. Come across the pond to check out the race. Sorry, the weather's not that great today. Oh, I brought this race, this uh, weather in for this race, especially from England. Right, right. Yeah, yesterday it was like 85 and could barely breathe, and now it's like <laughs> chilly. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming out. Thanks for the interview. Thanks to Kuohara Balls, you know, all my sponsors uh, for supporting me, and uh, I want to thank all the fans if i have any uh you know over in england and uh in uh europe and all that you guys are awesome and i will see you at the worlds fantastic anyway thanks very much appreciate your time no problem okay we got nate berkheimer now nate you've just won your third moto you had a pretty good start and a good first straight were you pleased with it yeah i was i'm a little unhappy that didn't come around earlier in the day i uh i haven't been to a race like this in a while like i absolutely love the track um feeling great and just couldn't really put it together, I guess, but uh, a third round, I guess I'll take it. It was a good lap. I'll just wait and see if uh, I'll make it out with that. Okay. So you don't, know if you're, you don't know if you're in the main or not yet? Yeah, I'm still unsure. It depends on what the points cut is. It's always up and down with the NBL, so you never know. Okay. Um, you're going pretty quick this weekend, and uh, obviously I've seen you on the transit videos killing it in the skate parks. Do you find that you're distracted or torn between one and the other? Which do you prefer, racing, skate parks? Mm. It just depends. You know, the way racing is going right now, it's so different than it used to be. Um, like, jumping is fun all the time, and racing is fun most of the time. Um, right now, I'm, I've been real busy with my riding, like uh, training both for racing as well as getting ready for the summer due tours. Um, I'm going to compete in dirt this summer. First one's in Baltimore, June 19th, so I'm trying to prepare for that as well as uh, stay fast on my bike racing. So how many hours a day are you putting in on the bike at the moment? Uh, it just kind of depends on the day. I mean... It can vary from one hour to six hours, you know, it depends on who's riding. Um, we got, uh, living in Vegas is nice because uh, got five minutes down the road is TJ Lavin's house. We ride dirt there quite a bit. Uh, my buddy Cam White, he rides for Mongoose. He's uh, from Australia. He comes over to Vegas every summer. So I got someone good to ride with, train with for dirt. Yeah. And as far as racing goes, I'm just kind of on my own. I do my own training and go to the track with some buddies. But uh, I'm kind of the only pro in Vegas right now. Yeah. So uh if it's a choice between sprints and going to TJ's and riding the trails, which would it be? Oh, man, I've been there so many times. I'll, uh, 
I'll have my gym bag ready to go or like ready to do sprints and I'll get a call saying there's a good dirt session going on and uh, I just got to go. <laughs> so um, how do you think you're going to sort of finish up the season top 10? It depends. I haven't hit that many races so far. I mean, I've hit three MBLs. Uh, you know, if I have a solid rest of the season, I could see myself getting in the top 10. Cool, cool. Things going all right with Diamondback? Things are great. I mean, uh, the race the race line's looking good. People are impressed with the bikes as well as uh, our new freestyle frame. It's actually called the BMX. And the uh, geometry is great. It's under five pounds. Great frame. So I think uh, I finally got a good, a good jump bike that kids will actually want to ride the frame, you know? Do you have a stipulation as well that you've got to wear your Levi's with your Diamondback jersey? Um, <laughs> not necessarily. I got a little pants deal with Levi's, and uh, they didn't expect me to race in them. They just wanted me to wear them, and uh, got them out on the track, and they're they're happy about that. And uh, Diamondback's been real supportive. They're down with it. You know, they think it's cool, so uh, it kind of it kind of works out well. Well, racing and wearing jeans work for Tyler Brown. Don't see why it can't work for you. Yeah, you know, I uh, when I first got on Diamondback, um, I worked out my deal about a week before the reno aba national and they didn't have a jersey for me didn't have a bike they said race in whatever you want and uh we'll pay you back for your entries in a hotel and whatever so i showed up to the race in uh in jeans and a long sleeve black pony t-shirt i had a shoe deal with pony at the time and uh i was on the podium both days so <laughs> i like jeans they're fast yeah i don't know maybe it's maybe it's a little less weight than there is in the in the race pants because every ounce counts apparently uh, maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe I just feel more more comfy. I mean, I'm always riding in jeans whether I'm at the park or the trails or going out, so I feel at home. And normally you see guys racing in jeans because they don't have a sponsor, and it just it feels good to race in jeans because it is my pants sponsor. Right. Well, I'll wrap this up because I think the semis are just about to get underway. So, um, anything you want to say before I wrap this one up? Not much. I mean, just thanks to everyone who supports me. You know, Diamondback, Levi's, UGP. I do a lot of work with them. Bell Helmets, Shimano. Everyone that's just in support, uh, thanks a lot. Okay, well, that's brilliant. Thanks for your time, Nathan. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, thank you. Alrighty, that's it for this particular episode of Bicycle Motors Cross Radio. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it. I don't know if we're going to top this one next time around, but we'll have a go. If you need to give me any feedback, just come to myspace.com slash bicycle motorcross radio. I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs>